and welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm just going to go over a quick injury update. Well, I say quick, but there's a lot to discuss. Um, we're going to start out with Christian Kirk. Probably not on most of your fantasy teams, but if you do have him, he's out. He's out for this week. Doesn't affect too many fantasy players, but I should include him in there. Uh, another player that's out, we're just moving on. We're, we're, we're getting through this quick. Zach Moss. I got some big news here. Zach Moss is ruled out week three against the LA Rams uh, with a toe injury, which means Devin Singletary. This should be his game. If you have Singletary, great start. Zach Moss is not going to eat up any of the carries this week. Uh, next up, Drew Locke. I put him in there just in case. If you didn't know, he's going to be out for at least two weeks, which means Jeff Driscoll is the quarterback, and uh, that really brings down the value of all the receivers, um, at least the ones that are healthy, Cortland Sutton. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, don't expect a lot from the passing game. Uh, Noah Fant is still locked and loaded. He's still a, a top tight end, but other than that, don't want to be involved in this offense. Uh, next player that's out, Henry Ruggs from the Las Vegas Raiders. He's out with a knee and hamstring injury. That's 2-1. Uh, and one. That sucks. Uh, so he will not play in Week 3 against the Patriots. Uh, so don't start him, please. So that should be, uh, I think Brian Edwards would be the next wide receiver. So he should be more involved. If you do have Brian Edwards, I would say start him because they're going to have to throw to somebody. It'll most likely be Darren Waller. Uh, but Brian Edwards should get some more involvement as well. Next injury, pains me to say it, Cam Akers is out against the Bills. Uh, he's got a rib injury, so it should be more Daryl Henderson. Uh, he's probably going to be the most involved. Malcolm Brown a little bit, but I would say the majority is going to be to Henderson. We got another player that's out. This is James White uh, with a very unfortunate personal issue. Thoughts and prayers go out to him. Uh, just dealing with a lot. So it it's going to be majority Sony Michelle. If you got Sony Michelle, it's a risky start, but he's going to get a lot of opportunities. So Sony Michelle wouldn't be that bad of an option. Michael Thomas out again week three against the Packers with an ankle injury. That means Traquan Smith and Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, we'll probably have a lot more targets than usual. Jared Cook, another great option this week. We got my man Jameson Crowder ruled out against the Colts with a hamstring injury. This is an offense that I don't want any part of right now because you have Crowder, Perriman, Denzel Mims, their top three wide receivers, all injured. I think Perriman's questionable. Um, not that you're going to, he's not that fantasy relevant, but. Just a tough blow overall for that offense. So there's really no one on this team at all that I'm interested in. Not even tight end Chris Herndon. Um, he, I, I got to see it to believe it for him. The next out player is Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman. Both the lead running backs for the 49ers. That means that uh, Jarek McKinnon is expected to get most of the workload. Uh, he, he's a great option this week against the Giants. He's going to be involved in the passing game. That, that, that should be a huge pickup, a very good start for this week. So no Mostert, no Tevin Coleman, all systems go on Jarek McKinnon. We're going to stick in San Fran here. We got George Kittle also out with a knee injury. 
that means Jordan Reed, that's right, Jordan Reed will be the top tight end. Um, he looked really good last week. So if you need a tight end for this week, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing to start Jordan Reed because, again, it's against the New York Giants. That's a pretty good matchup, and we saw what he did last week very well. A.J. Brown is the final player that is officially ruled out as of right now. He's going to miss the Vikings game, which is unfortunate because that's a great matchup, which means Corey Davis will be the top receiver once again in Tennessee. Huge, huge game expected from Corey Davis and Jonu Smith. Ryan Tannehill is also a very good streamable quarterback option. So that wraps up the uh, the out players. Now we're going to move on to doubtful. So Philip Lindsay for the Denver Broncos is officially doubtful against the Buccaneers with a toe injury. So Melvin Gordon should get most of the workload, and he is already. He's outsnapped Philip Lindsay 61 to 16. So definitely uh really fading on Philip Lindsay and this team as a whole. The next player, Devontae Adams. Uh it, it in the Packers coach, Matt LaFleur. Uh, said a statement his quote is probably doubtful for week three so uh very definitive there but this is this is a tough one this is a tough one because this is the sunday night game if i'm correct uh this is one of those where if Devontae adams plays he he's gonna put up some big numbers uh but it's a really risky move just because he's playing sunday night he's one of the later games so really make sure if you're going to play Devontae Adams, try to have a, maybe an MVS or like an Oakland receiver like Edwards, just in case if Adams does not play, because it sounds like it's going to be more towards a game-time decision. The final player that is doubtful is Sammy Watkins. He's still on the concussion protocol. I don't recommend starting him either way. Uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed on this team, and I don't want any involvement. Now we're going to move on to Justin Jackson. He is also doubtful for week three against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, it really should just be all Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly here. I honestly don't expect Jackson to play, even though it'll be a great matchup. Uh, but Kelly's really taken over as that number two and Eckler still leading the pack. So I he's, he's borderline rosterable for me, Justin Jackson. Next up, Jerry Judy. He's going to be a game-time decision against the Buccaneers. Again, any part of this offense is scary. So Judy is game-time. KJ Hamler, the other rookie, questionable. Uh, Drew Locke is out. I don't like anything to do with this offense. So if you have Jerry Judy, I wouldn't risk it and put him in. You want to, you want to bench him. Now we got Julio Jones. This is a big name. He's questionable week three against the Bears. Uh, it, it sounds like, according to Ian, Ian Rappaport, it's going to be a game-time decision for Atlanta. Um, it, it sounds like his injury is worse than expected. So I even if he does play, he's not going to be 100% healthy. So starting a player like Kelvin Ridley, obviously, great pick. But Russell Gage as well should be a, should be a, a very good player. Uh, Good flex or even wide receiver three with huge, huge upside against the Chicago Bears. Next player that's questionable, another top 10 wide receiver, Kenny Galladay. 
We're still waiting for his first game of the season. Uh, he's questionable with a hamstring injury against the Cardinals. Uh, Galladay on Friday, which is the day of this recording, said still said he's not 100%, but he's optimistic that he should be able to play. So this this is really start him if he does play. Make sure you got a backup um, if he doesn't. Here's the next one. Jack Doyle, Indianapolis Colts. I know what you're thinking. Jack Doyle, is he really fantasy relevant? Not really, but his backup tight end, Mo Alley-Cox, I would say could be. He's a little sneaky, streamable tight end this week if you have like a George Kittle and you could pick up Jared Reed, uh, uh, Jordan Reed, excuse me. I think that Mo Alley-Cox could be a great option. He was the leading receiver last game against Minnesota. He put up over 100 yards. Um, so if you if you want a riskier stream for a tight end, go Mo Alley-Cox because it doesn't look like Jack Doyle will play. We're going to stick with tight ends. We're going to go Darren Waller out of the Las Vegas Raiders. Almost called him Oakland. Still need to get used to that. Uh, Darren Waller is questionable but he should be expected to play. This is one of those players where I would take the risk. I would still start him, even though he is questionable. Uh, There is some injuries, like to Henry Ruggs, and they got to throw to someone, and Darren Waller has been very, very good. He's he's gotten 24 targets already in the last two games, Um, 150 yards and a touchdown. That's some good stats. I like this matchup. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a little worrisome, but I feel like he, he should play and he's going to be good enough to put up some major points. Uh, sticking with the Raiders, Josh Jacobs was questionable earlier this week. Um, it sounds like he he's going to suit up. There doesn't seem to be a lot of worry going on over there for Josh Jacobs. This is going to be an awesome game. Uh, so yeah, just keep an eye out for that. I, I assume he's going to play. Everything is looking fine for him. So he should be playing. You don't need to worry about that. The final player, this isn't injury news, but a little bit of roster news. Devonte Freeman signed for the New York Giants. There's a, that it's a very risky play. If you want to start him, it sounds like Deion Lewis will still be the lead back, at least at the start of the game because Devontae Freeman just showed up less than a week ago, so he still needs to learn the playbook and all that. Uh, Devontae Freeman still should be involved this week. I don't expect a lot of involvement, but if he does just come back in great form, he could put up some big points this week. I'm not going to tell you to start him, but he is a good desperation play. He's one of those players where... If, if you're already going to lose by 20 points, you should probably start him because he has some crazy upside and he could win you this week if if he goes back to his, his, his form like he did, what, two, three years ago without uh, without any injury problems. So we'll see. Just because I, I don't have a lot of faith in Deion Lewis carrying the whole workload, so Devontae Freeman should take a lot of that. Uh, and I could see Devonta Freeman on the goal line. He's a good pass catcher and all that. So desperation flex, but he could, he has major upside. So potential weak winner there. 
and that's it. That was quick and easy. A lot of players to discuss, but hopefully I helped you out there and gave you a little bit of my opinion. So if, uh, if I can ask you a favor, just like, subscribe, download, do whatever, uh, just to show your support. We really appreciate it. You can check out our website, barelyathletic.com. Uh, and yeah, we'll just see you next episode.